trying to find the time, growth that's just too hard to accomplish, and a solution that could change your life and your ministry. This is the Mad Pastors Podcast. Welcome to the Mad Pastors Podcast, the honest podcast for honest pastors, powered by G6 Allies, because everybody needs an ally. Welcome back to the Mad Pastors Podcast. I'm Ian. And I'm tired of telling you who I am. Well, but some people are new, Michael. Some Hello, people new are new. people. I'm Michael. Or whatever name you come up with. So, uh, <laughs> good to see everybody again. Listen, we, we actually can't see you, and though I have lobbied often for cameras, uh, I keep getting denied. They're not in the budget, Ian. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But let's be honest, there's some really good... My flip phone broke. Some high eight cameras, some 35 millimeter. Either way, um, listen, we are so glad that you're back. And if you enjoyed our uh, five-parter on integrity, we hope that you did. We'll have a resource coming out soon that has to do with that. And so we're excited. Uh, always be checking our website for new resources coming out and new information. But we wanted to take a shorter-than-usual podcast to talk to you about something really cool that we're uh, that we're dropping. And, and here's the deal. This is not a sales pitch. Okay. So don't feel like you're at the end of a, uh, vacation where now you have to set through a four hour timeshare timeshare <laughs> time situation. Um, but we have something. So, so you may not know this, you may not realize it if you listen to us or maybe you do, but mad pastors is a part of an organization called G six allies, right? Michael, that is correct. Ian. We mm. are part of G6 Allies. And, and yep. G6 Allies is a ministry that the entire purpose behind it is to help pastors, uh, ministry leaders, their families. Mm-hmm. We want to be there to, to serve them. It, Galatians 6, 2 says to carry one another's burdens and in this way fulfill the law of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's what G6 exists to do because there are not many people out there carrying the burdens of ministry leaders. That, right. That's not happening a lot. And so mm-hmm. in all our years of ministry and working alongside uh, dozens and dozens of pastors and then knowing many more than that, we recognize that there's a real problem here, that yeah. pastors aren't cared for and they don't care for themselves. No, and I mean, here's the deal. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, G6 Allies really, it exists because, man, you most pastors and Here's the hard thing. Most pastors won't admit it. You want to know why? Because we have been conditioned never to admit that we're weak or never to admit that we struggle. And so they stick you, we stick ourselves actually probably up on a pedestal and people encourage that. And you know what that does for you? It gives you longer to fall, right? Mm -hmm. And so we have a lot, I think for the first time at least that I remember, and, and here's the thing. We are a product of the last 20 years or so of ministry, right? Nothing ever just happens in a vacuum. So when we say, oh, the state of our country, what's going on? This is terrible. Well, you want to know why? It's because we didn't do a good job earlier. We didn't do a good job in the last 20 years. You want to know why we're not reaching Generation Z? Because we didn't reach Generation Y. You want to know why we're not doing really well here? Because we didn't, I mean, you can just continually go back and you may say, well, that seems a little extreme. Well, no, it's not. Because when we say 80% of students leave the church by the time that they're after they're 18 and then they go somewhere else and only a few percent come back, well, that's because we didn't reach their parents well. And that's because 
we have focused so much of ministry on the wrong things. And so we're not doom and gloom people. We're people that believe that if you have, if God's given you the burden and a calling to reach his people, then we need to do that. And so And and that's what we're that's yeah. that's what we're attempting to do, right? Mm-hmm. We're trying to help carry that burden to reach those people because we know that pastors, church leaders, and their families, they're overwhelmed, they're lonely for all of the reasons yeah. that you just described. And, and they're people. And they're people, yes, pastors are people too. And and they lack the support that they need, right? right? And so we know that healthy ministry mm-hmm. means having the right team behind you. We want to provide, you know, wor- worthwhile tools. So, so, so the ministry doesn't destroy you. Right. Yeah. I, I, that's our whole goal because we, we've got so many pastors that are being eaten alive by yeah. their calling, by, by their ministry that they're a part of. And, and they're burned out. They're mm-hmm. exhausted. They have no place to turn. We want to be a, a place for them to go. Hundred percent, and you know, you look at it, and a pastor or a ministry leader—we're not just for pastors; we're for those that serve in ministry. Listen, and we think some of the biggest heroes out there are bivocational pastors and people that are are pouring out all of their lives, right? And mm-hmm. we really have this the C.S. Lewis principle that we're watching slowly but surely take deep root in people, where they say, "Oh, you too? I thought I was the only one." And uh, C.S. Lewis wrote that in the Four Loves, and this idea that we find friendship and community and growth, all of the buzzwords that we use now just had different buzzwords back then. And, yeah. and that's for us. I mean, and I had a conversation just this week with a pastor in the Northwest reached out to me, never met him before, don't know him at all. And he just said, Hey, I'm exhausted. I'm mm-hmm. burned out. Yeah. Uh, here's I'm deal. I'm fighting six different battles yep. with my church people right now. And probably five and, of them are not worth anybody's time. Yeah. But he feels so burned out. He's like, this is probably going to be the end of ministry for me. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm tired of the fighting. I've got to take a stand. I've got to be a leader and step in there. I just don't feel like I have anybody in my corner to back me on that. So I'm yep. going to do it because I'm I'm exhausted. And if it costs me my job, then so be it because mm-hmm. I can't do this anymore as we're going anyway. It, so, and it's worse to be in the position that so many pastors are in where they say, I don't know what the heck I'd even do. Yeah, outside of I'm 30 years into this thing, and I've realized it's it seems like a waste of 30 years. But I can't go start a new career, so I might as well just not believe what I'm dealing with. And and, and you know that that is that's the place the enemy wants us. That's the, listen. We we talk so much in military lingo about being in this fight and fighting against the enemy, um, but I don't I don't think we really give the credence that's necessary there. That you have an enemy that wants to destroy you, and we worry so much about. Can we preserve the church? Can we do? That? I don't worry about the preservation of the church. You want to know why? Because God has that under control. That's not your job. No, my, but our job is to love and minister and shepherd people, and to actually live by faith. I think most pastors, I mean us included, man, we struggle. All of us struggle with this. Uh, we're speaking to you as guys in the trench with you. We're church planners, and we're doing ministry, and we're trying to do what we feel God's called us to do the same way. You and so we hurt with pastors. We hurt with our people. We do all of this. But um, for us, you know, we, we we tend to make it all about saying, well, God's in control and he's doing this, but we don't live like it. We live like we're in control. And, you know, you hit what is commonly referred to in business uh, lingo and leadership lingo as the law of diminished returns. So that's, you know, and we all know this implicitly by the fact that once you've worked 200 hour weeks and you have, especially if you're a student pastor around camp time, 
um, but you run through these long 100-hour weeks, eventually you can spend more and more time doing a job, but you're so diminished in your capacity that you don't do well. You actually get less and less done. Yeah. And that's where we're at. Uh, So many pastors, I think, over the tenure of their ministries, they have hit the law of diminished returns, and not because they aren't called or not because they don't have a burden for the church, but at the end of the day... Um, they are just worn slap out, and it's not by any fault of their own as much as it is every, it seems like every Christian resource company, it seems like every group uh, that says, you know, we're here to coach, they're, they're all about formulas and being the next key to the next thing, and none of them are focused on pastors as people and their church as people, and if we could spend less of our time trying to build a platform and more of our time using the platform God has given us, to reach those people around well, us, and and we also see because you know I'm on all the email chains. I, I get all the I get all the newsletters and things for things that pastors are I have interested a lot of chain in, right? And, that I get. Uh, I mean the thing that the thing that is selling right now that everybody's looking for it's part of this this system that yeah. we find ourselves in that we've talked about many times before that church growth is I mean that that is our golden calf, mm-hmm. and so. Every resource yeah. you find that's out there is oriented around that, how to get more people to your event, how to grow your church, how to how to welcome people, how to assimilate that, more if people. If that's your and, end goal, I'll fix it right now. Yeah. Do an event called Free Beer. You will have thousands come to your church. <laughs> that's all done. you got to do. I've just done what nobody else could do. So, but that that's kind of the the focus on mm-hmm. everything, right? It is growth. Yeah. Uh, it, but it's it's church growth, and it's missing a very critical. Yeah. Component. Always numbers growth, never personal growth, never never relation. We we even look at our relationship with Jesus. I mean, here's we have made church so much about bringing guests that we don't we don't take care of the people we've got. Yep. And it's so crazy. We we have a real burden for that personal growth dimension because. Mm-hmm. Yes, pastors are overwhelmed and they're lonely, and a church growth strategy isn't going to fix that. Yep. That's that's not going to take care of it. Adding more people to your congregation isn't going to take away the conflict and the problems that you're having to face right mm-hmm. now. It's not going to take away that sense of, of emptiness or failure or insecurity and those struggles that you have. You may think that that would fix it. Man, if, if I just had 500 people at <laughs> yeah. my church, I wouldn't be as insecure about my, my performance as a pastor. But let me tell you, when you get to 500 people at your church— you're going to be thinking, man, if I just had a thousand people yep. at my church, I wouldn't feel as insecure mm-hmm. as I do right now. That's not going to solve your problem. You need to focus on something else, and that something else is you personally. Because I love anecdotal truth, and I think ways to explain it, here's here's where we're coming from. Um, there was a, There's a great story about a boy and his grandfather, and the grandfather's about 70, the boy's about 15, all right, 10, 15, and there's wood to split outside. And it's interesting that they they both get an axe and they go to split this wood. And the, the grandfather looks over at his son. And he says, I'll give you $100 for every cord you cut. And there's four cords, about four cords a piece for us to cut. But if I win, you got to pay me $100 a cord. And, and the kid was like, you're old and you're 70 and I'm 15. I can do this because he'd been splitting wood. That kid's a farm boy, right? So they start splitting wood. And that kid, I mean, he takes his axe and he is splitting wood left and right, and he fills up his first cord. The grandfather doesn't even have half of his first cord done. Then he keeps swinging, and he gets to maybe another half cord, and he looks over, 
grandfather's filled the cord up, and then he just walks into the barn. He says, you want to sharpen your axe? And the kid says, no, uh, I ain't going to let that happen. So he keeps swinging. He gets about three quarters of his cord finished, the second cord. Grandfather's done with two. Then his grandfather says, hey, I'm going to go get a drink of water. Do you want something? No. Okay, well, I'm going to go into the barn and sharpen my axe. And he starts cutting it more. And by the end of it, the boy had filled up two cords of wood. The grandfather's got four cords. And he says, how did you do that? And he says, because when you swing with a dull axe, it doesn't cut the wood. He said, but I would rather sharpen my axe and have a better cut. And that that's what I think defines so much of where pastors are at. We spend so much effort and time because we don't have time to sharpen the axe. So we keep swinging, thinking, if I can just keep swinging, I'll fill this thing up with wood. And at the end of the day, it's the grandfather that wins it out that says, if I don't spend time sharpening my axe, I'm not going to get it done. Right? Because we exhaust ourselves mm-hmm. swinging a dull axe. Totally. Yep. And just in case you're wondering, the axe is you. And, and that's your life and your skills and growing personally, right? And if we don't grow personally, it's like swinging a dull axe at everything we did. So when you say... I think if I had 500 people rather than 200 people, I'd be better off. No, you'll have twice as many problems and your axe is going to keep getting dull because you're not sharpening your axe as you swing it. Mm -hmm. And so that's we have to take time to do this. But here's the other thing. Have you walked by a Christian ministry section? You can't. It's hard to distinguish a cult leader from a good Christian leader. It's hard to it's hard to look at the business section and not be told that the more returns I get physically, that's what makes it better for me. And then to find the nuggets of wisdom in that. I mean, I feel like I'm mining a mountain with a pickaxe by hand trying to find a nugget of gold. And man, I, I'm just going to be honest. I'm not a fast reader. You are. You're a crazy reader. But I'm not a fast reader. But I also believe if I could just have one or two or three maybe good books a year or so, man, that could change my life. Because we all know there's that one or two book. It doesn't even matter if you don't read very often. Well, if you can't read, then probably not. But if you can, if you read uh, sometimes, it's one of those things where we know, right? You you can always go back to one or two books that just changed your entire perspective, right? Mm-hmm. What well, if we could have those every year? And what if I could double that instead of you getting you know three or four mm-hmm. good books a year? What if I could give you eight? I'd say you were a liar. I am no liar, sir. <laughs> I lie not. <laughs> the uh, Well, and so th- this is where we're at. You need to sharpen your axe as, as a pastor. And here's what I think is so stupid. And I'm going to tell you, this isn't your fault. This is the fault of the culture. Uh, and I am not a victim type of guy, right? So normally I'll just tell you it's your fault and I'll take it mine. But you are not lazy and you are not... Um, whether you're a church leader, a pastor, bivocational or whatever, to take time to rest, but also to take time to grow yourself. Because here's what's going to happen. You are going to work so hard trying to grow everybody else that you're going to get them to the point that you are and then have nowhere else to lead them because you haven't grown. And you, it's not about being ahead of your people. It's about your people walking a journey with you. But if you stop walking, all you can keep doing is amassing people behind you at the same point that you're at. Yeah, you, and that's you, where we're at. you spend so much of your time on other people, right? right. That, that's that's just what you do and by you're nature not refreshed of your calling. And you're worn out and you're tired, and there's almost no time left over for yourself. And yep. and what little time you do have left over to spend on yourself, I don't want to see you wasted on mediocre books or right. or you know subpar resources. That because that in itself is a waste of time. You I know? read "Be Your Best You" now. And it was okay. 
Yeah, and, and what did you get from it? I don't know. Nothing. Uh, what did you learn? How did how did it help you grow? Uh, I don't I don't know. I heard that I should be doing better than I'm doing now. <laughs> so oh, great. What you do as a pastor, as a church leader, as a business professional, whatever yes. your line of work, what you do matters mm-hmm. because you're a child of the kingdom and God is giving you a calling and he's giving you a mission field and he's giving you a ministry to serve in. And so what you're doing matters mm-hmm. and what you're fighting for, that kingdom building component of your life, that is way too important for you to be underprepared. 100%. You, you need to prioritize self-care and personal growth. Yeah. And that's and that's where we're at here. That's what we want to well, You won't you talk won't be about. the dad that you're supposed to be, the husband you're supposed to be, the minister. I mean, none of those the wife things you're supposed work. to be. Yeah, the wife, the 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 I mean, child of God. I mean, none of these things happen without personal growth, and I think that that is the enemy has really done a good job and done a number on us and we have done it to ourselves as well. To make it, there's a lot of arrogance and pride that we come by of saying, I've got to make this about me. And so here, let's just be honest. Here's what's at stake. Your your fulfillment, your happiness, you're allowed to be happy as a pastor. You should be. Mm-hmm. Your calling, your family, your kids. Do you want to know what the greatest problem is right now is that 35% of children of pastors and ministers leave the church angry. And they don't leave it because Jesus wasn't enough. They leave it because they have always been second to a group of whiny, inconsiderate people and a dad and a mom who said, well, this comes first because God doesn't really care about if we're happy. He cares about if his people. And that's not true. But we've been conditioned to believe it. And your family deserves uh, a life that is fulfilled in Christ. And that's not something you have to sacrifice to be a minister, okay? And we're also people, I love listening to good podcasts. I love listening to good, famous pastors, different ones and things like that. But the guys that you see selling best-selling books and the guys that you always see, you know, um, given all the leadership principles, I get it. But that is such a tiny minority of people. Um, 95, 96% of pastors are in smaller than mega church churches. And you know, we just, we want to minister to those people. I don't, I don't want you to have 20,000 people in your church. Uh, we've been in churches that big, been in huge churches, been in small churches. We want you to be faithful in the kingdom that God has placed you over and then to trust and to be okay to trust that God will bring the increase of that mm-hmm. and the decrease at his will. I mean, our job isn't to be successful. Jesus makes that so clear. Our job is to be faithful and we want to help you be faithful. Right. And, and so a couple, a couple ways that we want to help you do that, or really a primary way that mm-hmm. we want to help you do that. And we, we mentioned it at the end of the last couple of podcasts, uh, yep. but we, we, want to, we want to dig in a little bit deeper to what mm-hmm. this is that we're talking about. And so we are super excited to introduce bum, 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 bum. the Growbox. Growbox is a quarterly subscription. Every quarter, mm-hmm. you're going to get a box with all kinds of cool stuff in it that that is designed to help you uh, take care of yourself, help you grow spiritually, mm-hmm. personally, professionally, all of that, as well as to just some practical, fun stuff that's in there. Yeah, but there's subscriptions. You're getting subscriptions for underwear. You're getting them for manliness. They have the bespoke box. We looked at it and went, and, and we're in the the era right now of COVID. And so it's kind of like, you're like, I don't want to touch people, but I need to minister to them. And you need something that's a little bit detached, but also really good quality stuff. And we it just clicked with us a couple months ago, or about six months ago, we went, man, we need to create a box 
for this, right? And and you're right. We have designed what I think is one of the. It's the resource that I wanted before it existed. It's what mm-hmm. I desired and needed. Um, and man, it is because here's the th- the scenario is not only am I struggling to find the right resources for me to grow, but gosh, you life is so crazy that I need somebody to help me work. I just want somebody to help me work through them. I just want to make it easier so that I can spend the time I need to spend on stuff. Right? Yes, and 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 that's you know, and, and I and I say this with humility, but that's my strong suit. Mm. I, I am an avid reader. I've read thousands of books, literally thousands of books. Mm-hmm. Many of them really bad, mm. but because I enjoy reading so much and because I've been so committed to it, I've read them. So I know what the good books are and I know what the bad books are and, mm. and I know which books will help you and which ones uh, probably won't help you, right? I haven't and, read as many, but I have read good books and, and so I've used your reading ability. And so I, I want to <laughs> help you to find those good books. So, I mean, some of the, that, that's one of the benefits that you yeah. you would get from a grow box, right? Is that you're going to spend your time wisely. You're, you're, I mean, life is too short to be wasting it on mediocre books, right? No doubt, yeah. And so uh, every book that comes in this grow box, which each box, every quarter, there's two books mm-hmm. in the box. We'll talk more about yep. what those are okay. in just a minute. But uh, every box is going to have two books in it. And the books that are in there have been through uh, our vetting process. So yes. we're going to make sure you get good books. We're not just going to send you random nonsensical books that are, you know, well, two star reviews or just on whatever the next Amazon. bestseller is, right? I mean, we're yes. gonna, we're we're spending a lot of time, right? On it. So it, it's books that that we have personally worked through and mm-hmm. and find value in, uh, and so we're going to help you save time and spend your time wisely by providing that for you. You're also going to experience real growth out of yeah. this because you're not mm-hmm. just going to read a book and then put it on the shelf and let it collect dust and move right. on. With the book is a specific guide. Uh, there'll be a summary for it. There's a guide that's going to walk you through it and how you mm-hmm. can apply it. And it's going to give you some discussion or some thought-provoking questions on how you can actually engage with this book, not just read it and put it on a shelf and be done, but yeah. I actually work it out to where it's going to impact your life and make a difference in your life rather than just saying, hey, I read another book. Well, so, here's here's what I like about it. I think what you're saying, and, and I want to... Break it down. So, you know, Michael is a is a PhD, down to earth, brainiac kind of guy. Um, at one point, I, I was the editor of the biggest curriculum in the world for students. Um, between the two of us, we've seen about the best <laughs> that there is to offer in the ministry world of what we have and what we do. And um, and here's here's what I always see in that world, and what I think. So, somebody like Michael can do this, but I used to always hear, "I'm doing the book a week challenge." I'm reading one book every week for a whole year. And then after about two weeks, you're going, I'm doing the book every two week challenge. I'm reading 26 books in a year. And then about four, you know, a month later, I'm doing the 12 books in a year. <laughs> challenge. And so, and here's what we thought. One great book can change your life. But what about eight books, eight great books? And then we don't want you to read 52 books in a year. We just we want you to be able to say, okay, as a pastor, part of my job should be setting aside a little bit of time here and there to read, right? And so we want to create a reading plan that you would read through one incredible book that we've vetted out for you in six weeks. Six weeks. You know, the average book's about an eight or t- eight to ten hour read. So you're really looking at less than an hour a week to read. 
and we create a guide. But then it wasn't enough to just say, we don't want you to feel like we're running your agenda. Then the next six weeks, there's a, a reading plan uh, and a specific um, strategy for how to read a book and remember it, right? Because I'm always the guy that like I highlight, but my entire book becomes the highlight. So, so there's like, oh, this is great. And then by the end of it, I don't remember. So this book, there's a book that's personally uh, vetted out just for you based on some screening processes that we have, right? Yep. So when when you subscribe, the first thing that you're going to get when you subscribe to Growbox is a survey to complete. Ooh. And this survey is going to give you a ton of different questions uh, that will help. Take, I mean, you can do the entire survey in less than 10, 15 minutes. It's mm. not, not going to take you forever. Now, that's my kind of survey. But it's going to help us narrow down for you what those growth areas are that you want to focus on. Mm -hmm. So where some of these subscription services, that they're very canned, yeah. they're very generic, you sign up and they may have some great stuff to offer, but you're just going to get whatever it is that they give you. Everybody's going to get the exact same thing, right? Right. With Growbox, we want to have a, a way to make this uh, about you. Right. Yes. This is this is personal growth that is actually personal. And mm. so we want to in this box include a book that is specific to the area that you have identified as, hey, this is an area that I want to grow. So mm -hmm. there will be one general book that, that we choose that is going to be a part of that box. Mm -hmm. But there's also going to be a book that we will pick, that we will curate for you yep. based on how you want to grow. So how do we do that? Well, it's a, it's a patent pending, incredible survey process we've come out with to help not duplicate your library or whatever you've already gone over, but it identifies so many areas that remember we're doing this once a quarter. So you'll have multiple years worth of stuff to go through just off of a 15 minute survey. So this, this survey is designed since unfortunately we can't be every place all the time, but right. over the years I've done this countless times where I have sat down and had coffee with a pastor or lunch with someone and they ask, Hey, what, what are you reading right now? I need, a, I need another book. What would you recommend? Mm -hmm. And so I start asking them questions like, cause I could, I could tell you what I'm reading right now, <laughs> but that may yeah. not interest you or it may not be beneficial to you. Mm -hmm. And so I have a screening process where I'll ask questions, you know, what, what types of books and we'll narrow things down and figure out what exactly it is that you want to do. This yeah. survey is online and it, and it replaces that sitting across the table at coffee conversation. So fill out this survey as though you and I were having coffee and you were asking me my opinion on a book to read next. Mm -hmm. Based on the answers to that survey, I'm going to be able to give you a recommendation. And then you're going to get it in the mail along with this guide to help you work through it. Well, and it's also really, it's really visual. It's really easy to follow. It's a great survey. Um, and it is, it's very personal, but that's, that's the thing is we we don't want you, and we talked about this in our Integrity Podcast, we don't want you to just be be our agenda, right? We're not trying to just shape you into what we want you to be. Uh, that would be stupid, and that would be ridiculous. We, we want you to become who God wants you to be. And man, we all need each other and to invest in one another. But um, here's one of the cool things about this, all right? We're launching this first year as a beta test. Um, but one of the really cool things we'll have no matter what is there's a closed Facebook discussion group for that first resource. So we also are about networking, part of the allies network for us. And that's a that's a free component that anybody can have. 
is to network pastors. So that that comes from, do I need a burden bearer? Do I need a coach? Do I need somebody to help me? Do I just need another pastor outside of my church to pour into me? Well, all of that across the board um, is there. And so this, this closed special group that you get to be a part of, this is where you'll be um, discussing, man, whatever that main pick is that we had for everybody. And so uh, in addition to a reading guide, you're also going to be hearing from, you know, uh, Chuck and Charleston and, you know, Randy and Rangoon or whatever, <laughs> starting with an R and, uh, and, you know, and they're going to be, you're going to be able to get insights from people. And I think that's great as well as a private and safe community, uh, where you're able to connect. Right. I mean, that's that, that in and of itself is worth a subscription, I think. Because I desired this. That community part is huge. Yes. All through ministry, you know, I'm not a great networker, maybe by gifting. I'm great. I love people and I connect with people, but I, I don't, you know, just some people can just walk into a room um, with nobody in it and leave with four numbers. And that's just how they are. And so some of us just don't have time to network or don't have time to. Well, man, we, we want to create that as a part of what we're doing. You don't have to be a part of it, but it, it helps connect you. Uh, but the second thing is this too. No box would be complete without cool stuff, right? Who said growth has to be boring? No, it's not. <laughs> well, it is if you don't use grow box. But for, for, for yeah, we want to create, man, curated gifts for you um, that, you know, it's kind of funny because you're paying for the box, but it's still a gift. So all that to say, you're paying for your own gift. It's really a cool way to kind of splurge on yourself. But we we find cool, practical, unique stuff um, that we're able to, because of the size of what we're doing, get it for you and uh, at, a, at a desirable price, right? And so we have some really neat stuff that, that focuses on some of its productivity. Some of it is just really cool to have. I don't even want to tell you what we're looking at doing for the first no, one, but it's, it's a surprise. Yeah, it's pretty legit. And so you'll open your box up and be like, oh, dang, this is good. Um, but Christmas in, every quarter. <laughs> that's ooh, that's a good one. Um, but then, so we've got curated products, man. This, this is stuff that we're trying to get to you that we go, you know what? Because here's the deal. We're not a group of guys in a boardroom going, what would pastors like? I am a pastor and I know what I like mm-hmm. and I know what you like. Maybe I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, and there, and one other component to this box that I know pastors are going to like What's that? because we like it. Mm. Coffee, right? We, I stopped talking because I knew you were going to do that. Hey, you know why I know that Jesus loves coffee? Why? Because he brews. <laughs> Cheese alert. All right. Okay. Sorry. Good night. We're done. End podcast. We're please. not. You're not listening to this at night, and we're not done. So keep going. Every grow box includes mm-hmm. a bag of coffee. This yes. premium high. In fact, it's what we're drinking right now. Yes, we, it is. We we have a a partner. Uh, organization mm-hmm. that is providing this coffee. They do an incredible job. The coffee is amazing. They source it in Haiti, which is the poorest country in the Western mm-hmm. Hemisphere. Yep. And so they It's like have, fourth world, I think. They are they are sustaining farms and they're employing people and they're in, contributing to the livelihood of people in that country. Yep. And 50% of the profits that they make go right back into that country to to make life enjoyable, more enjoyable for those individuals. It, it's a really, really cool ministry. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get a bag of coffee from them along with some information. So maybe you're a pastor and you're looking for a, you know, a mission-minded yep. coffee source for your church when whenever 
yeah. if and when you you can start serving coffee again in your context. <laughs> One day. This is a great partner. So Joy House Coffee is who mm. we're partnering with. You can find out uh, <laughs> more about them on their website, uh, which is joyhousecoffee.com. Mm. And so That's we want you to, to check them out and, uh, and support them. But... Like I said, we are drinking their coffee right it's, now. It really is, and good. it is very, very. And we are coffee snobs. Yeah, right? I'm, a, so, I'm a snot. I mean, I drink it from QT or a come and go or a gas station, just like I drink it from something really expensive. But you know, good coffee when you taste yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. This is really good coffee. It's not bitter at all. Um, here's, but here, you know, here's what I think is is the cool thing about all of it. This is not. If any of you are from a Southern Baptist background, uh, and I appreciate everything the Southern Baptists have done, but you know how it is when you get something for free from Southern Baptists. It's like let's give them the one ounce sample pack. This is not that. This is a twelve ounce bag of coffee, man. It's three quarters of a pound of full bean. It it is a it is a big bag of coffee, yep. and so not we don't only skimp, Blaya. Not only are you investing in yourself, not mm-hmm. only are you d- contributing to your self-care and to your personal growth, not only are you getting some cool gadgets and toys and that kind of stuff, you are also mm-hmm. helping support missions outside of your neighborhood, outside of your yep. country in most cases. Mm-hmm. And so this is a really cool way to contribute to something bigger than yeah. you uh, while also benefiting from it personally. So we are super excited mm-hmm. uh, about Growbox. We want you to go to g6allies.com. You can click the Join Now box at the top right corner, and you will find everything you need to know about Growbox right there, along with some little teaser pictures of what that box looks like. And, yeah. And, uh, but we're keeping secret what is actually in the box, the gift-wise, the first time. But listen, these boxes are going to be ready soon. You can... Sign up now. Yeah. Uh, it is ready to sign up, and you can go ahead and, and sign up and take that survey, mm-hmm. and we will begin working on curating your box for you, yeah. and we'll contact you with details about when that's coming out. Michael, you forgot something. What did I forget? Well, quite a bit. Uh, if you, uh, That's not true. <laughs> if you uh, look at it, um, and so uh, just a couple quick things. One, we're not going to tell you the price of it because of logistical dating errors that could happen, but... Um, we're we're getting ready to launch this bad boy in January, um, and so there is a special January twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one. But <laughs> never mind. I was going to make a twenty twenty joke, but we've made enough. Either way, uh, here's what's so cool about it, though. There is a special beta test or pilot program price for jumping on board this year. Okay, and it's a huge discount. I won't tell you what, but you'll be able to see those prices. Um, there's also an even further discount if you pay for the whole year rather mm-hmm. than paying for it quarterly. And here's why. There's some some cool and special opportunities w- along with that where uh, we'll have some special options for feedback and just hearing from you as we do this pilot program. But I'm telling you, we're jacked up because here's the deal. After the first year, then it goes into full mode and it's going to be more expensive. So you need to jump on now and see what we've got for you. Uh, we also have an ever-expanding toolbox. This was the phrase um, that I put together when I was typing in Word. An ever-expanding toolbox um, of of really cool uh, and needed tools. Okay, I think that the best tools are toolboxes are the ones that are built out of need. Right? I need this. So I got this one. I need this. So I got this tool, and we use those tools. So just a couple quick things. We won't go into big detail, but next later next year, twenty twenty one. We'll be launching something called G6 University. 
Um, you'll get some info about that in your box and what that's going to be. But it's essentially, it's it's more than this, but almost if you think accessible master classes for ministry from guys that have been there and been successful in that area and have gr- done well with growth uh, personally as a church, whatever that looks like, we want to have healthy learning and growth in ministry. Theology classes, yeah. min- practical ministry classes, personal growth classes, yep. all of that, all those different types of courses will be because Part of you GCQ. shouldn't be going broke to to learn about Christ and to be a pastor, okay? So uh, we're talking about seminary, seminary level stuff, um, but at an incredibly affordable price and very easy to do. Yep. Uh, and so our job here's the deal: our goal at G Six Allies is not to be rich; it's to take care of pastors. And so we're going to be giving you great stuff. But yeah, so there are so many things. We have disciple making guides that we're always adding to that library. Those are not only from us, but from guest contributors in the same mission that we have. So we've just got a lot of things coming out and happening. The Allies Network is continually growing, uh, and we can't wait to have you come along. And so uh, next week, we're kicking off a series, or next podcast, we're kicking off a series where we are going to uh, be talking about some hot topics, some hot button issues in ministry. Things like, man, can a pastor struggle with porn and be a pastor? As if that wasn't a hot topic. Or uh, mental health and ministry. You know, can, can pastors actually uh, be pastors and ministers or can minister people minister to others if they have mental struggles or uh, take antidepressants or whatever it may be, right? Mm-hmm. If they struggle with that. And when we have several other topics uh, like pastors' wives, how important they are and uh, how we do a terrible job at loving them, right? We'll, we'll walk through a lot of that how, stuff. How your church has to compete with sports and how, how you <sighs> yes. navigate that field That's and all a very that good stuff. One. So, how your, how your church competes stuff. with every other church, oddly enough. We're going to talk through all that stuff in the in the upcoming episodes, uh, so get ready for that. But our, our hope for today is that you are as excited about Growbox as we are. I am. Uh, I mean, Obviously, we're excited about it. We said at the beginning <laughs> we were just going to make this a really short podcast, and here we are, our full-length Time today because because it was a full length kind of kind because of we are so excited. I hope that shows how excited we are <laughs> yeah. about Growbox because you as as a pastor, as a leader, as a church member, as a business person, as a stay at home mom, as whatever your role looks like, yep. you need to invest in yourself. This is a great way that we will guide you through that process. We're going to help growth. you grow yeah. personally yeah. and take care of yourself and get some fun little toys and gadgets and gifts they're not and little on the side. but they are fun they're well, big well they, they can't be like really big because they gotta fit inside oh a box gosh, you're fired i'm curating some amazing things for you deep and amazing things when you hear the truck backing into your driveway beep, you'll know that grow beep, box is here <laughs> when you you're gonna have to pray for healing for your ups guys like oh gosh i can't move but listen we, we love you guys we're incredibly excited about all this and uh, I hope this is beneficial. Here's the thing. The best thing you could do for your staff, for yourself, and for us is to say, you know what? I got three or four people all the way to 15 people on my staff or one other person or it's just me. Get them all grow box. Um, the other thing that we didn't mention, uh, we know that budgets are really stretched right now with COVID-19 and with all this uncertainty in the economy and all of that. And that we really specifically have priced and thought through this in a way that it can help eliminate a lot of your growth, personal growth and curriculum budget. And just stop buying books you don't need and stop buying stuff to put on your shelf, buy stuff that's going to make a difference. And so 
uh, get this for your staff. Come on. It's time. It's it's personal. It's practical. It's powerful. It is Growbox. And we love you guys. Uh, please email us with any info. The link to sign up for Growbox is in this podcast, okay? So sign up. G6allies.com. Join now at the upper right corner. And there you go. It's that easy. Boom. All right. Take care, guys. We'll See talk you. to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Mad Pastors podcast today. We hope that you found it not only encouraging, but beneficial that you have people in your corner doing ministry. Here's what we'd love for you to do. If you'd subscribe, review, and share our podcast, that would mean the world to us, and it'd help as many pastors to hear and be encouraged just like you were. G6 is also supported by partners and allies like you who are willing to financially give and be a part of this ministry with us. So if you feel like you'd like to be a part of this with us, just go to g6allies.com slash partner, and we'd love for you to become our ally in our mission to serve pastors and their families. If you have questions, comments, or just want to talk more with us about your particular ministry needs, just email us at hello at g6allies.com. We can't wait to see you next time for our next episode. 